What do you do when it seems like the world around you is out of control? How do you survive when there's no safe place to hide? What do you do when your sense of fear increases and your confidence fades? It's during times like these we wonder, where is God? And can we trust that He is still there? Hey, welcome home. We are so glad you're here today. Welcome to Hope Church. If you're visiting for the very first time, we want you to know we are glad that you are here today. If you would take some time right after we're done today, go over to hopewintergarden.com. Click on I'm new. We'd love for you to fill out a connect card so that we could connect with you. We'd love to be able to connect with you. If you've been going to Hope Church for a long time, you know we do a thing here called a hope. High five. So if you're watching with some people, give them a hope high five. If you're watching by yourself, maybe give yourself a hope high five. We're just glad. We are glad that you're here. Welcome home. Hey, um, the Lord really just spoke to me really just this morning as I'm recording this message today. And really just said to me, hey, Wes, you need to pray. You need to pray for our country. You need to pray and ask God to, to help help our country. We are, we are, we're living in days where we are we are divided, um, we are, we are, we're frustrated, we're hurting, uh, we're dying, all, all kinds of issues. And the Lord just pressed on my heart today just to stop before we go even further in our message and just pray for our country. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 says this, Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I'll restore their land. I just believe that God's calling us today just to pray for our country. You don't have to go very far in social media to know that, um, that our, our country just needs prayer. We need lots and lots of prayers. So I wanna just pray for, our, pray for our country today before I even preach uh, this word today, this morning. Jesus, we love you. Lord, we're so thankful, Lord, for your blood that you spilled on the cross for our sins. Lord, I, Lord, I pray that you would be with our country today. Lord, so much, so much division so much frustration, so much um, killing and hurting and Lord, all kinds of problems, Lord, but we know the only thing that can fix our, our country, Lord, is you. Lord, so we're begging you this morning, even now, that you'd be with our country. Lord, I just really feel like you just said, hey, just pray for our country. Pray for the people that are hurting. Pray for the people that are doing the hurting. Lord, I pray that you just be with our country. Lord, I pray that you'd help us. Lord, I pray that you'd heal our land. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, if you've been following along with us, we've been in the book of Esther. We've been, our series is called Esther, When God Seems Absent. So if you haven't been watching with us, we want to direct you over to our YouTube page or over to our Spotify channel, and you can catch up on the last four weeks. But if you have not been watching, I'm going to catch you up really quick. There's a king, his name is Xerxes. His wife disobeyed him. He deposed her as queen. He looked over at Esther and he made Esther a young Jewish slave girl, made her queen, and she saves her people. That is the whole story of the book of Esther. We don't see God's name mentioned one time, but we see God all throughout the book of Esther. If you weren't with us for week one, here's what we learned. God is always there. I don't care where you're watching at today. You need to know right now out of the gate this morning that God is right there with you. He doesn't leave you. He doesn't forsake you. God is always there. Number two, we looked at this. We all have a part 
to play. God has given you a gift. You have a part to play. Mordecai had a part to play. Esther had a part to play. You and I, we all have a part to play. If you're watching with someone today, this morning where you're watching that, tell them, hey, you have a part to play. Week three, we learned this. God is working on our situation. God is working on your situation, but you need to work on your spirit. And then last week we learned this. We are better together. You are better. You need me. I need you. The people around you, you need the right people around you because we are hashtag better together. And today we're going to finish up our series on the book of Esther. I need you to help me preach my title. Would you look to your left or to your right and we'd tell the person this, hey, we made it. We we made it. If you're wondering, hey, where did you get that from? You've heard that phrase before. Busta Rhymes came out with a song. We made it. The, ver- the chorus is together, together we made it. I feel like we're in a season right now where we have almost made it through the pandemic. I feel like we're getting, we're on the, we're on the other side. And so I was looking at this phrase of we made it. I realized this, we really won't make it. We won't have made it until we get to until we get to heaven. Because as long as we're here on this earth, there'll be sin on this earth, there'll be problems, there'll be issues, there'll be all kinds of things, people going against each other and people hurting each other, but we really won't make it until we get to heaven. So when I look at this, the words of this song, we made, I realize we made, it's really just a, it's just an attitude. It's just an attitude of saying, hey, I want to have the right attitude. Whatever situation I'm in, I'm going to have the right attitude. We made it. It's really just a, it's a direction. It's saying, hey, I know where I, know where I need to be at. I'm headed, in a, I'm headed in a direction. We made it really is just about a, a really about a direction. Or maybe for you, it's, it's about a goal. Like we made, like you, you have some goals in this season. Some of you guys have wanted to read your Bible more and you're reading it. You really haven't learned all that you need to learn about God, but you're reading the Bible more. So you hit a goal. So you're like, hey, hey, we made it. Maybe you've lost some weight or, or maybe you've worked on your mind. Maybe you worked on your spiritual or your physical or, or your emotional. Like you really haven't made it, but you're, you're crushing your goal. Maybe it's a decision. We made it. It's like a decision. Like, hey, I'm going to make it. I've told you guys this. I'm all about, my wife tells me all the time, I'm all about unicorns and rainbows. In this season, I've had some frustrating times, but I kind of feel like I've made it. We've made, it was the decision to keep on to keep on going. And the last thing I wrote down was it's progress. We made it, it's about progress. It's not about perfection. We made it, it's about progress, not perfection. So we're gonna finish, we're gonna finish our story today. We're gonna go through all of the book of Esther chapter 10. Guess what? It's only three verses today. So if you've been watching with us today and you're, you're new to this, like we're gonna get through a whole entire chapter of the Bible today. It's only three chapters and it says this, King Xerxes imposed a tribute <clears throat> throughout his empire, even to the distant coastlands. I mean, there's not a whole lot there yet. But basically what he says is, hey guys, last week we, we looked at this idea that they went into Purim, this time of party, and, and they kind of were, we're kind of making it through and sort of saying, hey, here's what, how this all ends. Chapter 10 says, hey, here's how this all ends. I want to go ahead and put out there, here's how this all ends. The Bible says... King Xerxes imposed a tribute throughout his, empire, throughout his empire, even to the distant coastlands. His great achievements and the full account of the greatness of Mordecai, whom the king 
have promoted. So if you've been following along, you know Uncle Mordecai, he's the one that rescues the people. I mean, he, he rescues Esther, his, his, his niece, and he raises his niece and he helps Esther become queen. And Uncle Mordecai, he goes to the king and says, King, we need your help. And he helps save all of the Jewish people and all the things that we talk about, that we've talked about, they're all written down in this book. And the king promotes Mordecai to the top. The Bible says a little bit further and, and recorded it in the book of the history of the kings of Media and Persia. So he's like, hey, Mordecai was a big deal. I mean, Mordecai did a good thing. He, he helped save the king's life and then he helped Esther become queen and, and then he helped save all of the Jewish people. We looked at last week that the Jewish people, they killed 500 men, then they killed 300 men and then they killed 75,000 men all under the leadership and the help of, of Mordecai. I mean, Mordecai did, did some incredible things and it says Mordecai the Jew, he became the prime minister. I mean, Mordecai, Mordecai, if you will, he, he made it. Mordecai was in a we made it kind of situation. He became the prime minister with the authority next to that of King Xerxes himself. He was, a very, he was very great among the Jews who held him in high esteem because he continued to work for the good of his people and to speak up for the welfare of all their descendants. I read this verse last week and I could not get it out of my mind, like it was just, this verse was just stuck in my head. I couldn't get these words, I couldn't get these thoughts out of my head. I mean, this guy, Mordecai, he's not bragging on himself. He's not patting himself on the back. He was a faithful servant of God, just playing his part, just realizing that God was always there, just doing what he could do and, and playing his part over and over again, being faithful and being obedient. I mean, all the things that you could do and I could do. And here's what it says about Mordecai. Mordecai looked out for the good of his people and he spoke up for the welfare of people. I mean, we live in a day and age today where we need to start speaking up for people. We need to look out for the welfare of other people. It's time that we quit looking out for number one and we start looking out for other people. We start looking out for their welfare. We speak highly about people and we do good to others. The Bible says in the book of James, we're supposed to help the widows and help the orphans. And we're supposed to speak out for the people who can't speak. You and I, we can play a part in this kingdom of God. I look at Mordecai and, and Mordecai today is not saying we made it. Like, look at me. Mordecai is saying we made it. Look at God. I don't know where you're at today in this season, but if you made it far in this season, if you're, if you're doing good physically and spiritually and financially, you made it, but you made it. <clears throat> you made it because of God. You didn't make it. When we say we made it today, we're saying that we couldn't make it without God. You couldn't make it Without God, I couldn't make it without God. Mordecai was all about the good of his people and he spoke up. He did good and he spoke up. Hey, church, I want to be a church like that. I've told you guys this a thousand times that we need to be like Jesus. You know what Jesus did? He helped people and he talked about his father. You and I can do that. You, you, you watching, wherever you're watching today, you can do what Mordecai did. You can speak up for people, share stories about Jesus, and you can help people. We all we all can do So we made it today. It's not about us. It's about God. I want to give you a couple of things I think that will help you finish up this COVID season. Number one is this. God moves when he's ready. I think some of you have been sitting around at your house just saying, man, I really wish God would show up. I would need you to know today that God moves when he's ready. God's not waiting for you to tell him 
God's not waiting for you to tell him to move and he's just gonna start moving. God moves when he's ready. It's not about you and it's not about me. It's about God. I, I think about King Xerxes. King Xerxes, it wasn't about King Xerxes. I mean, he didn't want his wife to disobey him, but his wife disobeyed him. Uh, I look at his right-hand man, Haman. Haman didn't get what he wanted. It wasn't about Haman. Haman wanted to kill Mordecai and he wanted to kill all the Jews. It wasn't about, it wasn't about Haman. It wasn't about Mordecai. Mordecai didn't choose to be Jewish. He didn't choose the time that he lived in. And he did not choose his situation. It wasn't about Mordecai. Esther, Esther, I think about Esther here. She didn't, she didn't choose to be an orphan. She didn't choose for her mom and dad to die when she was a young girl. She didn't choose to be a slave. <clears throat> and she definitely didn't choose to be a queen. I want you to know it's not about what you want. It's not about what you want. I know it's hard for you to believe. It's not about... It's not about what I want. It's not about what we want. It is about what God wants. We have a God and it's all about him. I wrote down in my notes, we have a sovereign God who moves when he is ready. God moves when he is ready. God moves when he is ready for taking notes. Write that down, take a picture, screenshot. You need to know that God moves when he is ready. But here's what I need you to know. <clears throat> the season that we're in right now you need to learn all that you need to learn in this season. If you're not looking for God to move, you're gonna miss out on some incredible thing. God moves when he is ready. We have a sovereign God. And here's the second thing. God moves when he is ready. And here's the second thing. If you aren't ready, <clears throat> you will miss the move. If you aren't ready, you will miss you will miss the move. You know, as a pastor, I, I've told you guys this, that, you know, last, the last, uh, every season that I'm in, I try to learn something. I try to learn something from that season. I'm, I'm trying to learn, and God's been teaching me some things in this season. And one of the things I've learned is that, man, if you aren't ready, you're gonna miss the move of God. And I don't wanna miss the move of God. I don't know where you're at today, but I, I hope you don't wanna miss the move of God. I don't wanna miss the move of God. I don't want Hope Church to miss the move of God. You know, we told you guys this, this at the very beginning. God wasn't mentioned in this whole entire book that we've gone through. We've gone through 10 chapters as a community and God's name wasn't mentioned in one time. There was no burning bush like there was for Moses. There was no earthquake. There was no crazy thing that happened. So one of the things I asked myself in this series, <clears throat> in this conversation today, is how in the world did Mordecai and Esther not miss the move of God. How in the world did Esther and Mordecai not miss the move of God? What's the difference between Mordecai and you? What's the difference between Mordecai and me, Esther and you, and Esther and Esther and me? And I wrote down my notes today. If you're taking notes, this isn't in the screen, but I think you ought to write this down. But this, I think Mordecai and Esther, they were both looking and listening for the move of God. They were they were both looking and they were listening to the move of God. Can I ask you a question? Where are you looking at today? I've asked you that question at the very beginning of our time. So when we started this almost 10 weeks ago, like, what are you, what are you looking at? Like, where are you looking for help from? I love what Dave, David says in the Bible. David says this, where did my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker and the creator of the heavens and the earth. Where are you looking? Where are you looking for help from? If you're looking in the wrong direction, you're, you're gonna miss the move of God, let me ask you the second question. What are you listening to? Because you're listening, you're listening to something. Are you listening to the, 
Are you listening to the haters in this season? Are you listening to just the media? Are you listening to the wrong voices? Like, what are you looking at and what are you listening at? Because that will determine whether or not you're going to miss the move of God. I want to make sure you don't miss the move of God. So, Wes, what, Wes, Pastor Wes, what do I look at and what do I listen to? Here's what I want to encourage you with. You need to look and listen to the word of God. Every one of us should be looking through this. We should be looking to the word of God. I think I might have mentioned the word of God. I've definitely preached from it at all the 10 weeks that we've been together on this COVID season. If you're watching, you're new. Like, like I can't stress to you enough. You should be looking and listening to the word of God. Here's the second thing. You ought to be listening for the voice of God. Can I, ask you, I asked a group this, this week, and I'm going to ask you this question today, but have you ever heard the voice of God. Now, you may not have heard him audibly. Have God, has God ever nudged you in a way? I want to encourage you today. You should be looking and listening for the word of God, the voice of God. And here's the third thing. You better be looking and listening for the people of God. Do you, are, you, are you like listening to messages? Are you listening to worship in this season? Are you listening to godly leaders in your life? Are you listening to the wrong, or, or are you listening to the wrong voices? You need to be listening to the word of God, the voice of God, and the people of God. If you aren't ready you're gonna miss the move of God. And here's the, what you need to get right now this morning. Some of you guys are watching and right now the voice of God's telling you, you need to be saved. You need relationship with Jesus this morning. That is the thing that God wants for you right now. Like the move that you're feeling right now, some of you guys, is that God's saying, hey, you need to be saved. Like you need to, you need to trust Christ as your savior this morning. Some of you guys, God's telling you, you need to, you already are saved. You need to look and listen for what God's trying to teach you in this season because whatever he's teaching you in this season, you need it for the next season. You know, November and December of 2019 was a hard season for me, but I learned a lesson that season. And the lesson I learned from that season, I learned, I was able to carry with me into the next season, the January, February season, where we fasted and we prayed for 21 days. And what I learned in that season prepared me for this COVID-19 season that we're in. And I believe this with all my heart. I want to speak this to you prophetically today. Whatever you're learning right now in this season, God wants to use it in this next season. Wes, do you know what's going to happen next season? I have no idea. I don't know what, we, we're almost in June. Praise God. Come on, somebody. Like, I don't know what June, July, and August are going to look like, but here's what I believe. I believe June, June, July, and August is going to be a harvest season. But if you don't learn what you need to learn in this season, you're going to miss the harvest. You're going to miss the move of God. I think right now we're in the move of God, and I think we're about to see a harvest. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want to miss it. And I definitely don't want Hope Church to miss the move of God. So Wes, what do I do if I'm watching I, and I'm new to this thing and you say I need to be saved? Like, here's what we need you to know. You need to be saved first. Like if you're gonna, the first move of God, the first part of the move of God is being saved. It's asking Christ to be your savior. And so that's, a, we, we give the ABCs every single time that we've been together, you've been watching, letter A, you have to admit that you've done wrong. If you're gonna get in the move of God, the first thing you need, you gotta be saved. You have to admit that you've done wrong. We've all done wrong. Romans 3, 23 tells we've all sinned. Wherever you're watching at, whoever you're watching with, myself, we've all, we've all done wrong. We, we have to admit that we've done wrong. Let her be, you gotta believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and for my sins. You know, Jesus died on the cross for your sins and for my sins because we needed a savior. You needed a savior because of all your sins, because of all the wrong you've done, that separated you from God. 
But Jesus, God sent his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for your sins and for my sins. And he didn't stay in that tomb. He rose again three days later and he rules and reigns victoriously. You have to believe that today. And then letter C, you have to commit your life to Jesus. You got to commit, you got, you need to go all in with God because God has gone all in. God's gone all in for you. Are you ready to commit your life to Jesus? If you are today, I want to invite you to bow your head and close your eyes. I want to pray today and I want to help you trust Christ as your savior. I can't save you. Only God can save you, but I want to help you pray and ask Jesus to save you right where you're watching at today. Would you bow your head and close your eyes and repeat after me? Dear Jesus, I admit that I've sinned. I've done lots of things wrong. But today, Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. You rose again and you rule this earth victoriously. Victoriously. You rule this earth victoriously. And today I'm committing my life to you. God, I'm going all in with you because you've gone all in for me. Please save me. Please change me and make me new. Jesus, thank you for saving me. Amen. Hey, I believe this. If you prayed that prayer today, I believe it's the greatest prayer that you could ever pray is ask Jesus to save you of all of your sins. And today you become a son or daughter of God. And that is such an awesome feeling. I know the feeling that you had right now because I remember when I gave my life to Christ, there's not a better feeling in the world to know that you can be a son or daughter of Jesus and you're gonna have a, you can have peace on this earth and you can be with God in heaven forever. Hey, if, if, if you have any questions or if you gave your life to Christ today, we wanna invite you to go over to our website, hopewintergarden.com and click on Know God. And there's lots of verses. There's more explanation of trusting Christ as your savior and committing your life to him. And we'd love, for, we'd love to celebrate with you. You can go to our website or you can, you can let us know. There's a link on the bottom to, to email us at info at hopewintergarden.com. You can message us on Facebook. You can message us on Instagram. We just wanna celebrate with you. Find us however you can find us. And we wanna celebrate with you that you gave your life to Christ. Hey, Hope Church, I love you guys. I'm so glad you came today. I'm so glad you invited your friends. I'm so glad you shared all the things that we're doing. I want to thank you for your generosity. It's changing the world. I want to thank you for your kindness. I want to thank you for your encouragement. I love you guys. I can't wait to see you soon. See you guys. At Hope Church, one of our core values is that we are generous. Because of your generosity, we have been able to feed thousands of meals across our city and even help others around the world. Thank you so much, Hope Church, for continuing to be generous in these hard times. If you would like to give today, you can give at hopewintergarden.com. You can also text an amount to 84321. Thank you so much for your generosity. We believe the best is yet to come, and we hope you feel God's love stronger today than ever before. Thanks for joining us and have a great week.